This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Yeah! Yeah! It is the Friday before a long weekend. That's a pretty good feeling, Roar. right? Roar. Roar. Well done. You're feeling your weekend, Emily, aren't you? you yeah, a little bit. You excited? No, no uh, Rams preseason football, so that's something to be lovely about. But No one hates the preseason more than Emily Evil. <laughs> Just it's a lot of time spent on things that don't really matter. 41 uh, nothing. Look, I, I might be second, but you, you, you're you in the lead. But you're, no, I have I have two movies lined up that I'm going to go see. All right. I'm, I'm seeing... Um, uh, Badlands tonight at Vidiot's, and then nice. I'm seeing uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey on Sunday night uh, okay. here also, at the Alamo. Oh, at the Alamo! Yeah, because they're doing a whole Kubrick. Um, is it Kubrick or Kubrick? I Kubrick. say Kubrick. I say Kubrick. It's hard for me to say, but that's over at uh, Alamo. So they did that the whole month, and so I almost everything sold out. So I got Stanley that one. Emily. What? Just to call him yeah, Stanley. Stanley. Just Julio. Oh, yeah. Call Julio. Oh, Stan. <laughs> uh, and then I get to watch my uh, UVA uh, Cavaliers Wahoos get absolutely demolished okay. tomorrow morning. They uh, got in the balls in Knoxville. Yes. Actually, no, it's in Nashville. It's in so Nashville. They're playing at Nissan Stadium. Oh, so okay. It's going to be even more of a big deal yeah. that they're all going to get crushed. So, But You're, if they win, <laughs> if they yeah, look, you never know. You ever been to Nashville, Andy? No. I've heard Nashville's awesome. I've never been either. Brian uh, went to Vanderbilt, right. so he knows Nashville mm-hmm. very well. You never well. went to visit your brother in Nashville? I <laughs> never visit. I've never stepped foot on Vanderbilt's <laughs> campus. Um, he... <laughs> I have. I have even stepped foot on Vanderbilt's campus. And, and you didn't even have a brother that was a no. student there. I'll say this. He liked Nashville a hell of a lot more than he liked Vanderbilt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I heard Nashville's super great. He actually really liked the city of Nashville. Again, a it's lot a different more than city like now, I feel like. I Corey, mean, you been to Nashville? Oh, no. I've been... Yeah. No, uh, Nashville, no. It's been overrun by bachelor bachelorette parties. Like uh, The Nashville that Brian had is very different than Nashville that exists today. Like, are you talking like cowboy hats and whistles and it's, boots for the bachelorette parties? in this like one Las section Vegas. of town. It's called Broadway. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, so Broadway is almost entirely taken up by bachelor bachelorette parties. All right. What do you got going, Andy? Long weekend. Um, What do I have going on this weekend? Not a lot. Now that I think that's about a pretty it. good feeling too. Now that I think about, I mean, there may be things planned for me that I'm not aware oh, of. <laughs> yes, but the best of my knowledge, I don't have a lot going on. Do you and your wife have some sort of? I think we've talked about this a little bit. That you're more the organi- organizer in the family. Yes, I've been thrust into this position. Yeah. Yes, so it's not in my nature. Can I make an, a suggestion? Sure. Okay. So here's what you do. There needs to be a a ledger of the things that are going to happen, right? We happen to share our calendars on our phone. So the the rule is you can't expect me to attend something if it hasn't been in here for a couple of days. That you you can ask me, but I have the I have a veto right to if hey it wasn't in the calendar, so I made other plans well, or I don't want to. If it's well, in the calendar a couple of days ahead, I'm obligated to attend. And it and it cuts both ways. But if you establish some sort of ground rules, and she says, "Oh, we're going over to the Jeffersons for dinner tonight," and <laughs> like, on it, up. It, it, it wasn't in the calendar, tell Wheezy I can't make it this time. Well, I mean, first of all, some of the things that end up in the proverbial ledger don't necessarily involve me. <laughs> like sometimes there are things planned where I am actually not 
part of uh, the the contingency. I I do take it back. We our anniversary is coming up next week, but because okay. it's on a week night, that can be difficult to do some stuff. So I think we're going to do a draft. We're gonna, <laughs> the draft is out of the way. The draft is out of right, the way. Good. I paid extremely close attention to the two suggestions this year, neither of which were on my anniversary. Um, I had my draft. Uh, thankfully, I believe I drafted Cooper Cup either first or second. <laughs> yeah, that you got a little bit of bad draft news well, then look, this morning. I was drafting 12th out of 12. That is such... It's and, not great. But it's not great, and we're in a uh, a super flex two quarterback league, which adds this entirely additional layer of pressure where you're thinking about quarterback runs that normally don't come early in a draft. Normally, your quarterbacks the run really starts in like third, maybe fourth round. You do this in a two quarterback league, drafting twelfth. Like it, it got me really panicky. I went back and forth. Because um, you're also thinking, I need to get the best skill positions possible because I draft 12th and 13th. Then I don't draft again until 36. Ooh. Right. I panicked when I took Cooper Cup and immediately afterwards didn't like it. <laughs> All right, it. let's go no. back to your weekend plan. So then continue. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> anniversary. We're going to do some type of anniversary dinner. I'm going to be cooking it. Uh, okay. Which is great. I, I enjoy doing it. Will it be one it. of your stir fries? It will not be a pizza? stir fry. It will not be a pizza. Okay. It's going to be some type of roast. Oh yeah, it's going to be some type of roast that was my wife's request, okay. which I'm totally good with. I have to figure out. My daughter lately has been going vegetarian, okay. so I need to figure out some. Type throw of some side vegetables option. in the pan, and they'll be Absolutely. fine. Absolutely, they'll no, roast no, I, in the we're, juices. We're, we're, or is that a no, no non-starter? Oh no, the... no, no. She'll she'll eat usually okay. Okay. some of those. Right. I mean, you know how kids slash tweens are. What they decide they the, like, it changes on an hourly basis. Yes. Yeah, well, but. We're going to be doing that. Um, she has a volleyball clinic to go to, the daughter, not the wife. <laughs> I can just hear out the outside just ripping it, just absolutely well, out there killing it. Absolutely. What about, You're going Dodger game tonight, Jorge. Dodger game tonight, uh, taking it easy tomorrow, you know, probably just stay home, maybe go to my mom's. Okay, are you going to be going to the Dodger game this time around as a commoner or with the T.O. Beto <laughs> no, experience? No, no, no. I'm going with the regulars. Yeah, I'm chilling. It's, it's going to be a group. Will you be looking down your nose like, guys, I usually sit down there. I don't know what I'm doing uh, nah, I'll just you be guys. like, you know, last week I was there. <laughs> do, you, do you think you're going to be able to adjust, at, you know, hanging around with the pores? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, dude, I'll be drinking beer, micheladas. No, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be in my element for you sure. You get Julio tonight? You said tonight's Julio, Kobe jersey yes. night? Kobe jersey tonight, Julio pitching tonight, and then what a game last night. So I'm excited for tonight. No, we're going to get to the game last night because it was – that felt like we, – we talked about it yesterday, Andy, that whether or not the result mattered, whether or not anything was going to be determined. And my opinion was, look, it might be a good game, but I don't know how much value there is in trying to project what's going to happen You know, 45 days from now based on what's happening uh, last night. It was just awesome. It was just a great baseball game. And I do think that there were some things at, at stake that maybe we didn't get into a ton yesterday, namely the MVP race between Acuna and, and Betts. Um, I don't know the last time I saw a regular season baseball game that felt important that actually kind of wasn't, but just unbelievably watchable all night. Even when it was 7-1, to because it was so early in the game, you're like, I'm not going to tap the mat quite yet. I'm going to stick around. Did you really? I, I watched it. I yeah. turned it off. It was a, just a great baseball game. It was a fantastic game. And as far as like, what does it mean moving forward? A, that MVP race for anybody that's undecided. And right now, the betting odds are close. 
Like, and, and Betts has passed Acuna. Acuna had been the front runner for yeah. most of this season. And there are going to be a lot of people, whether they should or shouldn't, there's going to be a lot of voters who look at this weekend as like a head-to-head determining decider. So there's stakes there. Also, too, if you just look at this as a look-ahead, it feels like if we're getting this for the NLCS, yeah. it's just going to be fun. It'll be awesome. It's going to be a really entertaining, fun series. Because here, here the Dodger-Brave series over the last several years, they've played each other in the playoffs a bunch, but they've never been on equal footing in any of these series. Like, you go back a few years ago, the Dodgers were the Dodgers. The Braves were, hey, they're actually better a little sooner than we thought. Then you fast forward after that, they meet in the NLCS, the Braves go up 3-1, and the Dodgers come back and beat them, but it didn't feel like an upset. The Dodgers were the the favorite team, right? They were the, the, the team that had probably a little more talent. Fast forward the next year, the Braves beat the Dodgers. Dodgers are banged up. They don't, they're hurt, all the guys. And then last year, both teams get clipped in the opening round. It never happens. That could still happen. But this is the first time when I, I think the Braves are a little bit better than the Dodgers, but I think only by a little bit that we're going to get both of these teams at their best in the postseason potentially, and we got to see it last night. You know what's something I also hadn't thought about when we were talking about the implications of this series this weekend, what to read into it, what what are the storylines from it? For Freddie Freeman, if he actually plays against the Braves – in the NLCS for a trip to the World Series. Sure. That's going to be super emotional awesome. for him because remember, last year he conceded. It took a long time for him to feel comfortable with the Dodgers because he had spent so long with the Braves. He loved it there. Like, I think he was happy to go to the Dodgers. He's from Southern California. Yep. But he had mixed feelings about it because he didn't necessarily want to leave Atlanta. No, he didn't. I think, I he think clearly he, did not. Right. He saw himself as you know a Braves lifer and it took him a while before he really felt settled and remember like it even I don't want to say it caused some bad feelings in the clubhouse but I think I think it did cause maybe not bad feelings but there was some conflict in there remember at the end of the series Kershaw basically said hey listen I get it but we got something going on here too are you basically and what what it was is hey are you with us or not? Are you still crying over your ex-girlfriend or are you happy to be with us because we got it going on over here right. too? And from that moment, Freddie, to his credit and to Kershaw's credit, Kershaw credit for putting him on blast and then Freddie's credit for saying, you know what? You're right. I'm done with that. Let's go to work. It was it was what a leader does and it's what a great player does in response to leadership. Yeah, and look, Freddie Freeman, by all accounts, is really happy as a Dodger. Sure. He's crushing it as a Dodger. <laughs> I mean, look, he was great last year, even with whatever conflicts he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. But you end up against that team that you spent the overwhelming majority of your time in baseball with happily as the team you got to knock out in order to get to the World Series – that is going to be something of an emotional whirlwind for Freddie Freeman. It just will be. It, it absolutely like they look. They had some cameras on him last night. I believe it was from Bally's cameras. And when Acuna hit his grand slam, Freddie just kind of crosses his arms, and it was like one of those. Their boys did his oldest son, his favorite player is Ronald Acuna. So there's all of these connections that go together with it. I mean, and look, he knew it right away too. Uh, no. it, well, it hey, nearly knocked knew. over Diamond Vision. It was. I think everybody knew it. Well, I mean, Mookie Betts when they went to Boston yeah. recently, he said it took some real focus on his part 
to not get caught up in it. And they traded him. Yeah. Like, they traded him, by the way, against all logic That's and understanding. one of the all-time dumb decisions right. in baseball. But, like, nearly – That's almost angel-level stupid. He seemed, he seemed to really like it in Boston, I'm which – thrilled with that, by the way. <laughs> credit, credit. Yeah, it's – a lot, a lot of you know, frankly, black athletes have very mixed experiences sure. and you know, difficult times in Boston. He seemed to really like it yeah. there, and f- you know, for him to go back, he said like he had to really compartmentalize the idea of, you know, I liked my time there. I have nothing against the organization. The fans treated me well, but I got to go in there and beat them, and and hurt them. And he did. Yep. So last night was a little bit of an Ollie Frazier moment. Like, okay, who the the American League MVP, which we'll talk about later, is literally off the board. That <laughs> there there are no more bets. Op. You can't bet on the American League MVP because Shohei. Yeah, is- we we discovered this this morning because we were trying to look at the odds. <laughs> yeah. for Otani, and, and I couldn't find them off the board. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, no more bets. Bets and a, Mookie bets <laughs> and Acuna are in a virtual dead heat. And last night. Ronald Acuna hits a grand slam to become the first ever 30 home run, 60 steal guy in baseball history. And Mookie's response is to hit a pair of jacks. Bats hits a fly ball the other way that sends Acuna back. He's running out of room. He's gone off the top of the wall. Back and forth. These big dogs go. A three-run home run. Two gone, Mookie Betts hits a high fly ball to deep left field. Has he done it again? Mookie Betts got it So the first one, the three runner, Acuna nearly robbed. He missed it by what, three inches? Yeah. I mean, he just missed it. By the way, Joe Davis is awesome. Those yeah, he calls really are is. just so good. They make him so much better. But two big dogs. Let, let's come back and talk about who's got the lead, what this might mean, and some of the other things that came out of last night because it did feel suddenly very maybe not important, but there's a lot of information that may impact if in fact they play in October. That's coming up next. Andy's in for Slee on 710. ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, 
S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is because it's Western night at Dana Hills High School tonight for the big game against Long Beach Wilson, and I will be doing the uh, public address, as I have done for a grand total of one game now. This will be game number two. And uh, trying to debate whether or not I should wear a cowboy hat in the booth. Lean into it all. Should, should I? Lean into the whole thing. Country accent for the calls. <laughs> that could get problematic because I feel like I could lean into that and I might slip into a character that's not what I want. No, but it's what the people want. <laughs> they wanted a Western night for a reason. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you you didn't, it's not like you demanded. Kerchief? But you don't need a southern accent for Western night. It's very different. Western You're night right, is cowboys. I don't know. I feel there, the there, West. there needs to be some sort of drawl in there. Well, right? you got a Texas drawl. <laughs> after, yeah. after, after every big play, yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's not cool. bad. That's not bad. So it's we all Western night. Are we all thumbs up on the hat? Is that something yes. that we're doing? Yeah. I mean, poncho, spurs. <laughs> what was like it? The good cigarillo in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? The good and bad and the ugly, where Eastwood underneath the poncho puts like the the, the cover from the oh the, yeah. the pot belly stove, yep. like a bulletproof. Oh, vest. you're yeah. you're arriving with a six shooter, <laughs> or else you're doing this wrong. <laughs> All right, I I uh, I will go in. I will be on theme. I will be on theme. It's a very big night, Andy. I don't know if you know this, but calling high school football public address very nerve wracking. I'm sure it it it's oddly. I don't know. I've been doing radio in one way shape or form going on 30 years believe it or not which is uncomfortable to say out loud and i've been on the air for almost 15 now i'm far more anxious doing that than i am doing this well you know who can you know who can handle it the man with no name (laughs) the man with no name cowboy hat cigarillo stubble Uh, beard uh, yeah well poncho we'll see boots But I wish maybe I'll call Chris and borrow his boots and uh, go out there and put the whole I mean, thing. He, I, I have jeans. That's really the only piece. I need one of those shirts with the pearl buttons. <laughs> I, I need something like that. I don't know. I don't know. We will see. The Travis Lee Show. It's high is, school. No assless chaps. <laughs> no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think they make them in my size. <laughs> oh, they oh, make no, them they, in they, all sizes. They, they, they do. They do. There's some bears out there. Yeah, there's <laughs> Emily, please. There's a, hey, I'm just talking about the animal. <laughs> there's a lid for every pot, Travis. Exactly. I promise you. They, they got them out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, let's talk about That's something. That's how you else. end up on a list. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, did we really ask him to do At this? Travis Rogers, if you want to send some assless <laughs> yeah, <chap> links. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's not. The Travis Lee Show has teamed up with Waba Grill to give away lunch for your office. Listen today during the Waba Grill lunch hour on seven ten for the cue to call, and you could be the Waba Grill Workplace of the Week. That's today on seven ten ESPN. Thanks to Waba Grill. Waba Grill, eat smart. Be healthy. So not only did Ronda Cunha yesterday become the first player in Major League Baseball history to hit 30 home runs and steal 60 bases in the same season. By the way, there's a month of the season left. There's a world where 40 and 70 gets done. <sighs> right? Crazy. And it, and it's, it's insane. It's not even a stretch to think that 40 and 70 could get done. He did that. He did hit a grand slam. They beat a scorching hot Dodgers team by one run. And he got married. 
Like, it just let's just throw in a marriage on a random Thursday afternoon, too. So my man Acuna had a pretty busy day yesterday. Okay, as somebody who's been married for a while, I want to offer a tip to uh, Mr. Acuna, who's in town, might be listening right now. Sure. That Grand Slam does not count as your gift to your wife for the wedding day. Like, that's not your present. <laughs> what if as he's rounding third base, he points like to his ring like, honey, that one was for you. Bad. Yeah. Let me tell you something, that's a really bad move. What did you get? She gets, I don't know, watch, something, you know, nice. And he goes, I hit you grand slam off of uh, Lance baby, Lynn. Baby, I went long. Like, just it's trust me you. on this, Ronald. <laughs> That's not an acceptable gift. So because of extenuating circumstances, they needed to kind of speed up the wedding that they were going to have because his wife was going to have to leave the country and then wait a while before she could re-enter the country and the World Series and all this other stuff could have taken place in the interim. So they decided, hey, let's get married. And so they got married. They literally threw together a wedding yesterday. And this is how you know that these guys are not like the rest of us. To be able to compartmentalize your wedding with Major League Baseball a few hours later, that's not a normal activity. No, it's pretty fantastic. And to and, fund a wedding and it, Well, <laughs> the know, funding he's okay on. Like he, he, the well, that's man, the least the, of his problems. The man has a nice income. <laughs> yeah, and they've, they've apparently been together for a while. You yeah, know, he, they got he, a couple he, kids. Yeah, he told ESPN, we're family. Since we've known each other, we've won to be together we have two kids family is meant to be together that comes before everything else i'm really happy that's going to happen now so that's fantastic it's, it's really great cool. it's great so the heavy- they were at the game yeah, I mean, shoot, they, it's the honeymoon, essentially. <laughs> Again. It's a, it's a four-game four series Ro- against the Dodgers. Ronald, as somebody who's been married a while, this is not your honeymoon. <laughs> at like, the Marriott. You did, you did not take <laughs> maybe, a honeymoon hey, to L.A. Maybe they're staying at the Ritz-Carlton. It's a nice hey. place. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, Ronald, go out, go to, nice a, view. go to Nobu for lunch. Ronald, yeah. if yeah. you're listening, you did not honeymoon in L.A. <laughs> Oh, there's a Denny's on the street, bro. <laughs> he did say that he wants to have his honeymoon after hopefully the World Series. Right, so. Jorge. What are you going to get a moons over my hammy hey. on the a grand a... slam? Oh, no pun. Hey. <laughs> there you go. All right, he hits a grand slam. Mookie hits a pair. They're neck and neck in the MVP race. And if you were going into this, and all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be at least nudged one way or the other. You didn't get nudged last night. There there was no nudging that at the end of nine innings, it's like both of those guys came out of that like, yeah, what do you think of that? Actually, the nudging was Freddie Freeman firmly in the third. <laughs> yeah, like, you're he's right. firmly now in third place, and he's having an incredible season in his own right. Amazing. If, like, these two dudes were not performing like this, he'd be the runaway guy right now. Oh, no, his numbers are MVP caliber in virtually any yeah. other season. It's just that there are two guys that – including a guy on his own team that's a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, that that's really the nudging was Freddie is now firmly the bronze. Is it fair when it's as close as it is? The, the, the If you say Betts and I say Acuna, neither one of us are wrong, right? It's it's that close. Does it come down to the next three nights and who's just shows out just a little more with the other guys standing on the field? It, I don't know if it should, but I think it will. Yeah. I think for a lot of voters, especially – when, when you start looking for reasons to break a tie, well, like when everything's so close and you really, you're running out of criteria and you're looking, you're looking to try to come up with just anything that feels subjective or anything that feels slightly meaningful, it could be this weekend. Like, how do they perform head to head, even though they're not competing against each other 
at all. Like, look at the way we talk about quarterbacks. Right. You know. Mahomes right. versus Burrow. Right. Yeah. They're not doing a thing against <laughs> each other. It's Aaron Donald versus Burrow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But quarterbacks get graded against each other head-to-head all the time, even though it's so stupid. Okay. So what is a more powerful argument? Let's say that these two dudes fight to a draw over the entire weekend. That they In a 2-2 bo- <laughs> split. Right. A 2-2 split. What is a more you're, – you're the MVP voter, okay? I'm going to make the case for both of these guys. You tell me which way you want to go. Make you the case for Acuna first. He is doing something. He already has done something that has never happened before, and he's going to go above and beyond that. 30-60 has never happened before. 40-70 is very, very likely, okay? He's on the best team in baseball, and he's the best player. That's the argument for him. The argument for Mookie is the numbers relative to Acuna's are virtually identical, minus the steals. He doesn't have that. And, oh, by the way, he plays the same position just as well defensively, if not better. And you can play him at shortstop and not lose a beat. And you can play him at second base and not lose a beat. And he has been hot from the opening day of the season and hasn't cooled off even a little. And he's a Hall of Fame player that might be playing his best season hitting in his career. Could be. I am a sucker for versatility, sometimes in in a way that can be detrimental to myself, like in, in things I've valued in myself and in my career and stuff like that. I'm a big time sucker for versatility. Mm-hmm. But I also think when you look at when you look at Betts' season this year, like he has, I think, redefined what valuable is and all the different ways you can be valuable. We talk so much about Otani and like him being he is a unicorn in like so many different ways and doing this as a hitter and doing it as a starting pitcher and the value he brings high value he brings in both elements there Mm -hmm. I think you can make an argument though that what Mookie does is actually more valuable because you get it on an everyday basis for an entire game like Otani when he pitches he's on the mound but then when he bats like he he it's all just the bat yeah, and he those gets five at bats a night. Right. And those days where he doesn't pitch, his value comes five times a game mm-hmm. at the most. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bets you're getting full value on both sides of the plate every day, multiple times per game. You know what Betts has done too, and last night was a perfect example of it, and that very, very few athletes get to this point that when it doesn't happen is the surprise. When Michael Jordan missed the shot, that was the surprise, not that it went in. When Tiger Woods had a putt to win a golf tournament, that it went in is not the surprise. It's that it doesn't go in is the surprise. And when Mookie came up at the end of the game last night, you guys tell me, I really thought he was going to pop another one. Oh, I yeah. really He truly, came close. He came really close. He just got it off the end of the bat just a hair. For that matter, so Muncie came Muncie reasonably came close. close. But that's a whole nother threshold of... Like, for instance, Max Muncy comes up, he might, but you're not expecting him to. When Mookie comes up to bat, you're expecting the thing that isn't likely to happen. Tiger was like that. Jordan was like that. Kobe was kind of like that. That just That's a very thin slice, and it feels like Mookie's entered that, hey, what do you mean he didn't hit a home run? Because hitting a home run's damn hard. That's why. Because he'd already hit two that night. He's so good. He's so good, and he's so likable. He is. is, my, My wife is a big Dodger fan. But she doesn't follow baseball. She just follows the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And like, unless you are a former Dodger, for the most part, she has no idea who you are in baseball unless you're on the Dodgers. 
So I guess she had forgotten the 2018 World Series because when they got Mookie, she was like, is this really a big deal? I was like, no, this is a huge deal. Like, this is a really big deal. Just start watching him. She, like, fell in love with him in 30 seconds of him being on the Dodgers before he really even started showing up because she's like, this guy's so likable. There's one other thing, too, that we didn't mention when talking about this MVP race. I know that Acuna is the first 30-60 guy, might be the first 47 guy. Mookie's trying to become only the second player ever to win the MVP in both leagues. Yeah. Only one person mm-hmm. has ever done that before, Frank Robinson, a million years ago. Mookie would just be the second player Boy, to ever do that. You want to talk about <laughs> Mookie is much more personable than Frank Robinson. Frank's a tough putt. <laughs> yeah. Frank, Frank, Frank was not Incredibly easy talented, great. Yep. <laughs> All-time great. All-time great. First, I believe, uh, African-American manager. In oh, yeah. Baseball. No, he was he, great. He has a resume that stands alone. <laughs> Difficult man to speak person. with. Difficult man to have yeah. a conversation with. Here's another point of it. It's it's Ronald Acuna's first, right? Yes. So that's another reason. Like You want to give it to this young, hot guy who like, could be the face of the league, long-term. Everyone likes Acuna as well. So it's another reason that voters might pick him. No, the, the likability factor, it, maybe it's slightly in Mookie's favor, but it's not a landslide because Acuna is oh, a very likable so guy, too. Fun. Yeah, he's this is awesome. I can't wait to watch the next three nights. And because, Andy... You know how whimsical I am. There's a couple of things that even a loss, Travis found very, very encouraging. What's coming up next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Wow, we got we to gotta do a little sabor. Happy Absolutely. birthday, Bergman. Yeah. Happy birthday hey, to Corporate Greg. Thank you, thank you. It thank is you. a milestone birthday, nonetheless. It is a milestone birthday. I am... Uh, the fourth floor, homeboy. I did hit the fourth floor. Fourth floor, wow. Oh, boy. Birthday. Congratulations. Oh boy. Thank you, man. That's I'm exciting. Not, Do you have big exciting. plans? No. Um, you know, PD Scotch? Yes, definitely PD Scotch. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about martinis. Yes. I'm going to have a martini with uh, Jim there, Was martini there heavy with, petting? <laughs> I wish there was heavy petting. <laughs> well, you man, never man, know. Enough of those martinis. It's only 1030. There's a lot of day left. There's a lot of day left. Who else is some petting? No, a, a yes. mar- gin martini with a twist. Andy made a face. You, I'm a gin martini with olives, yeah, but I, I can like do olives. a twist. No, I can I do a twist. a twist. You're a vodka guy. Olives are twist, Andy. I'm not a hu- I'm not a huge vodka 
guy, but if I have to choose between vodka and gin, it's vodka in a landslide. No, gin is undrinkable. Vodka doesn't taste like vodka. anything. Vodka is undrinkable. I know. The problem is gin tastes like something. It tastes terrible. <laughs> okay. Says you. It's yeah. awful. I love gin. I do too. Oh, thank you, Em. Me too. Oh. Yeah, me too. By the way, we are in the too? extreme minority. It is a very divisive uh, spirit. It's a it's like really flesh, specific like taste. It is. Yeah. It, it's piney. It's yeah. it's botanical. Oof. It can be perfumey. If but if the I'm gin having gin, it's, it's just a gin night. It's not anything else night. Oh, no. You have also, to. You don't get to mix. Also, a very good idea. So we're like a bunch of old ladies. Hendrix <laughs> is good. Plymouth yeah. is good. Um, there's, there's I had a, a lunar Hendrix one time, and actually, it's pretty cool. I guess it's like something with like the moon involved. That's the one in the purple bottle? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Did you like it? Yeah. It has like a weird, like almost a. Am I wrong here, Em? Like to me, it tasted almost a little fruity. And that's what I like. Fruity. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, no, I don't no, no. see. I don't want no. the sweet. I'm no. not. I, I want, like I, being I in like tune with the moon. Yeah. <laughs> you're a, you're a, a lunar sort of woman. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Um, you have a martini to I, celebrate. I probably will have a martini. Very dry, have. right? Yeah. So okay. it has to be it has to be done correctly. Yeah. And that's why when Mason's doing this thing today on uh, LFC, we're going to it's our messy event today. Yeah. The, the pep rally is yeah. today and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And Mason's making wants, martinis for people. So there? no, he thinks that he knows how to anybody can make a martini, he says. And that's no matter wrong. yes, of course <laughs> it's wrong. But he says that anybody can and he can outmake any martini from any bartender. So he's gonna try and make his own martini, and then the bartender at BMO is gonna make a martini. And see who, who is the panel of judges. It John and I. Okay, good. Does John drink martinis? Yes, he does. Okay, great. Yeah, it's so. Do odd. you need a third I, person there? <laughs> come, come. So are these going to be vodka or gin martinis? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to be vodka. Is this going to be at like the sunset area where they have the? the it's going to be the founders' room. In the, in, room. In, in I want to. I want to. I want to get into this a little. What, do, what does he mean? He thinks he can. He just th- anybody can make. Thinks mar- all, yes, he thinks it's, it's a very specific thing. He thinks it's pancakes. Fool. He thinks it's just vodka. It's not, and then and we told him you got to put his vodka, vermouth, and we're done. He, like it's how you shake it. That's important. I can for how long? I can, yes, I can look at a martini and see if it's done correctly. Of course, if, depending on how cloudy or not it is, or yes. there ice chips on top or and not. That's what, there, yeah, there's a lot there's going on. Here. So much that happens with a martini. He's like, nah, you just put it together. Has he ever tasted vermouth? <laughs> <laughs> because like if you if you put too much for if he Don't thinks tell just, him how to do it no Andy. no 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 yeah. he has no hints yeah like either vermouth dry or sweet like that's why the joke in Groundhog Day where Bill sweet Murray's vermouth on the rocks with a twist Ugh. yeah Bill uh. Murray's trying to drink her drink make it you know it's a coincidence that they drink the same thing his first reaction to drinking sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist is like oh it because mm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to lose that challenge. Oh, I, I respect the hustle a little bit. I don't. I don't respect the, the hustle. I go... The whole time, I was like, what are you doing? It is It is the front door to your restaurant experience is how is that martini going to be? If it's done correctly, we're off to a great start. Yeah. You almost can't blow it at this point. If it's done poorly, now we've got a problem. Is it a drink it, with the most variance and whether it can be good or bad? I think it is. Okay. This is what Mace gets wrong. It's not necessarily... It's not necessarily difficult to make it well, but it's really easy to make it terrible. Yes. yes. That's what he's getting wrong. It's really easy for it to go sideways. You need to have a technique. You need to have yeah. a game plan. It can't just be a little of this, a little of that. It's not going to come together. Have you ever seen um, uh, Blake Lively make a martini in uh, this movie that she was in with Anna Kendrick? I want to say, 
Anyway, no, but you might I, like the I, clip. Like, you might like the clip. Tell like me more. Yeah. <laughs> she, you, it's a, essentially an ad for aviation gin. Okay. But essentially, she makes it. She puts in, and then she has a no, glass. No, no tips, Em. I don't want Mason to get any. Okay. Advantage I'll just send you the video and you can okay. watch it yourself. Yeah, that's a better way to do it. Yeah. Mason Happy gets birthday, nothing. Greg. Thank you. It's Thank exciting. you very much. Speaking of their yeah. event, Mason and Ireland broadcasting live from BMO Stadium today. It is the Mason and Ireland LAFC pep rally, getting you ready for Messi and Inter Miami coming to town this weekend. Mason and Ireland. Live from the home of the black and gold today, 1 to 4 on 710 ESPN, your home of LAFC. It's exciting. I'm like, it, I'm like really Are you going to see about Messi it. this weekend? Uh, I, I'm trying. Or hey, might, might he not play? No, he's going to play. No, he's, he's going to play. Maybe a half, but he'll okay. play because he's got a game with Argentina three days later. Okay. Yeah, and also, it's like you're coming to LA. You're yeah, not going to play. play. Come on. This is a, if, if, there's a, if there's a spot you're going to play, you're going to play. I agree. Yeah, he's like, the Nashville. champions. Okay. He did. He didn't play much, did he? No, he all... played one half in Nashville, but that's fine because he played the final there anyway. So, can we all agree that we would all love to get to a point in our lives where we can just do whatever the hell we want, damn the consequences? And oh, Messi yeah. is in that spot. Like, I don't feel like playing tonight. Yeah, but it's L.A. Yeah, I don't eh. want to play tonight. Yeah, like, we used to it with AD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow! Shots fired. What is wrong with you? Yeah, oh, I don't want to play back to backs. I'm good. AD uh-huh. just minding his own business, <laughs> taking what? strays. Yeah, when, hey, he'll, he might be there Sunday. He, he should, hopefully. Yeah, he should. Well, I mean, if he plays, right? <laughs> LeBron will probably be there. Oh, LeBron will be there. LeBron, 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 LeBron will be there. Stars are going to be there. Knows. Man, it's going to be crazy. LeBron knows how to do it. All right, so two, even though the Dodgers lost a game last night, a super entertaining game, a fun game to watch. Both of the heavyweights performed like it. Two very positive things, I think, came out of this game last night. You got a definitive, clear-as-day answer Lance Lynn does not get to pitch against yes. the Braves in the postseason. Yes, I f- we're fully we're done. Like, and and that's not anti Lance Lynn, who's pitched great for the Dodgers, but it's the proverbial terrible matchup. The guy that gives up a lot of home runs against the team that hits more home runs. They got seven guys on their team that have hit twenty or more home runs. Yep. Lance Lynn gives up home run, which is fine against the right opponent. So. Do you agree with that, Greg, that we're done we with Lance Lynn against the we, Braves? We know now, and that's exactly what the whole thing is. We needed to see him against a, t- a team that was actually good, a team that could hit like Atlanta, and we finally realized he's still the same guy that's going to give up the Jacks. And that's why, yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, all right, fine. This is exactly what I thought was going to happen, and now I'm, I'm ready to not see him there. It's how, it's how it's going to be. How much, How much confidence would you have if Walker Bueller does his rehab assignment, everyone says it's okay throwing him into that mix. I mean, it's I don't depends. love it, but it might be their best option. Yeah. It, it could be your best of not great options. You, Julio and Kershaw, and, they're going to pitch. And Bobby Miller, I think, is a deadlock cinch to pick pitch in yep. a game in the postseason, start a game in the postseason. Yep. After that, I think you're finding your best of less than perfect options. Do you? How do you use Lynn then? Because like, you, can't, you can't put him in it at all against the Braves. Well, I, I, it's, Andy certain, had an interesting I, idea. I think, like at the bottom of the lineup, maybe. The I, bottom of their lineup yeah. hits Jacks, too. I, I think know. what you do with Lynn, if you have to, if you find, like, say, Walker Bueller just isn't an option, there's nobody else you feel better than, you put Lynn in, but the first home run he gives up, he's done. Well, I mean, you have to pitch three batters. So when the first guy comes in, he hits a home run, then you got two more batters okay, and two more home runs. Worst case scenario, and it's not going. They're not yeah. going to hit three bombs off. Oh, of you him. don't know that. Well, fair enough. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, if if he gives up a home run at the first at bat, I'm willing to feel. I'm willing to treat that as a sign. Okay. Like, well, you bring him in at the end of the inning, so it's like he gets does get the last. Here's where out. else you can use him, yeah. and I don't think it would go like this against Atlanta either way. But if you get a game that's a runaway, 
Yeah. And and you just need to get through some innings. It could be a situation like that. Or, hey, listen, let's say, I, knocking on wood, you have a bullpen day, right? And you get some sort of matchup where the next four or five guys, he actually matches up pretty well. It's not that you can't pitch him. You just need to try to avoid pitching him against that team in a traditional situation. And I think that that was an incredibly clarifying moment. It's like, okay, good. We got it. Let's just move on from here. And the, the crazy thing is they came back, too. They're all, that's all. That's they, the other part. They ha, they can hit. They can hit all the way around, and that's. I, I want to talk about that more coming up at eleven o'clock okay. because I think that was the other part of this that was like, all right, that they didn't win the game, but there were some real positive signs that they put together. Yep. That's coming up at eleven. What's coming up next? Ask Andy. Straight ahead. Stravin Slee. Andy's in for Slee on seven ten ESPN. Ask AK right now andy is in for slee today and what? christopher holmes <laughs> as he often does is going to bat lead off this is in the Travis slee all-star community if you haven't joined that what's the matter with you get on that christopher writes i was on the prices right in 2001 and 2021 and lost pretty pathetically both times is there a game show you think you'd be great at I want the answer for my ego to be Jeopardy. Sure. That's the one that everybody, I think, craves being great at because it's just an incredible ego boost. Like, you know, if you're somebody who dominates two to three weeks or months on Jeopardy, everybody thinks you are one of the smartest people, most impressive people ever. Right. But if I'm looking to just dominate a game show, the obvious answer is Wheel of Fortune <laughs> because it's designed to be easy for people to win. Like, really, if you whenever there's a reason that there are so many viral clips of people getting the answer wrong. On Mythological Wheel of Fortune, heroes, Achilles. It's designed <laughs> for you to win. It's a, it's like essentially a, it's a reverse rigged parlor game where it's rigged in your favor. Right. Yeah, it's one of those ring tosses. At the but school the, carnival, but, right. hula hoops over a, <laughs> exactly. a, a golf team. Exactly. Yeah. It's designed to win. <laughs> I Okay, the answer, your, your answer is right, that I would like to be good at Jeopardy, and I will occasionally see Wheel of Fortune, and I think I'm going to clean up here. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I go, I, I, I can never get the clue. The clue never connects to the puzzle with me until it's like 98% filled in. I never feel dumber than I do when I'm watching Wheel of Fortune. Really? Yes. And I watch Jeopardy. I never feel smarter. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I don't know the puzzle. It doesn't work. Like the Jeopardy thing, it, unless it's poetry or opera, I'm dead meat. The other ones, I got a fighting chance on, right? If you said the Great Wall of, and it was empty, I'd be like, I don't think I can get it. Five letters, yeah. and, really? and they could give me the C and the H, and I'd be like, I, I don't, I don't know, man, I don't know. I, Chona, I, I, <laughs> Chona, I can't do it. I All can't right. do it. I have one from Jason Torres. He says, uh, hashtag Ask AK. You win the lottery. How much money are you giving Brian? Does it depend on how much you won? <laughs> the fact that you took too, that long to answer. <laughs> I'm torn between wanting to see my nephews and nieces set up well and all the phone calls i'm gonna get from my parents <laughs> if i'm not giving them any like they're gonna bug the crap out of me there's a baseline i you guess you win a million bucks how much does he get before or after taxes you you have a million dollars to use at your discretion taxes are cleared you're done yeah, you, you you're paid that. up you have a million dollars the government has been satisfied Whew. 
probably am best off doing this on the slide, not running it past my <laughs> wife. Um, I'd say he can he can count on 150 grand. That's fifteen percent. Fifteen. Okay, it's, it's a decent sized tip. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, not going out. It's not going above and beyond. But it's not a tip you can complain about. You're, I'd be like, look, it's a, it's a million dollars is a lot of money, but. You know, it's not that Again, much money. He's, <laughs> you're gonna, you know, he's not quitting his job. I'm doing it. It's maybe a down payment on some houses. Right. I'm mostly thinking about my nephews and nieces. That, that he's got three kids. I know. Fifty grand a piece. It's. I will say this. It's earmarked for them. That's almost one year of college now. Almost. Almost. Almost like a almost. semester. Almost. It's not hey. there, Jorge. All right. This one's from Christopher Holmes. Hey, what's up, Holmes? If you could fight any living person in the octagon. Who are you choosing, and how does the fight play out? Okay, um, for the sake of what I know our overlords want us to do, I'm going to leave out all politicians. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not going to go there. Um, the first person that jumps to mind that just bugs the crap out of me sight unseen, I'm getting in the octagon with Jared Leto. Oh. That guy is annoying as hell. He is really really irritating did you not like his performance as the joker or something did it just rub you the wrong way <laughs> he's pretty bad there that what guy. about in house of gucci oh, God. <laughs> so he's so bad he got an oscar nomination for that i think i don't think he did or a golden globe he got a golden globe which again can be bought <laughs> i love emily's contempt i hope golden it was globes is well, she's not wrong I, well i want to answer that question for emily and it's who's ever in charge of the golden globes that's who she wants in the octagon you uh, you yeah. you always throw heat at them and I Jay Koppel. I is that who it is? No no no, that's the guy oh, from the, elementary school. He that's also right. though he seems like an irritating person like it doesn't seem like people generally speaking enjoy their experience working with Jared Leto. Oh yeah. Like he's the first person that popped to mind that's like I would like to hit that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. This is from Anthony Gaeta who says Trav's killing it with the martini talk. Hashtag ask Andy. Andy, what is your cocktail of choice at a nice restaurant? Um, it's going to be likely tequila neat. I'm oh. not a big mixed drink person. Okay. I, I generally speaking, my what type of cocktail, tequila? Like what, what, what vintage? And it would either be Reposado okay. or Blanco. I Anejos every now and then I like, but sometimes they're too smoky. They're, smoky. Yeah. The smoky can be overwhelming. But a Reposado or a Blanco tequila, like high-end, neat. I don't even want ice. Are we just going to sip it? Or are we Sip it. Okay. No, I mean, you don't get that to shoot. No, I wouldn't think. Just, just making no. sure. Just no, no, making no, no, sure. No, no. Emily, what would you get? Uh, my typical drink out. Uh, Your go-to. Gin and, tonic. The, gin and tonic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on the night, though. So, oh, it depends on like what you're doing the rest yes. of the night. So if it's like a, I'm going to a, this is the only bar we're going to. We're just gonna have drinks, we're have, enjoy ourselves at this bar, and then go home. Gin and tonic. Okay. If it's a night that's going to be several bars, leading to dancing, leading to other things, that's a tequila sprite. A tequila sprite. Yeah. Okay, Jorge. If I'm in the second row at the Dodgers, I'm gonna go with a Paloma. <laughs> if I'm courtside with a Paloma, if I'm up in the you know reserve section, Michelada. Micheladas yeah. are hard to beat. Yeah. Palomas are good too. Well, beer. Mm -hmm. Um, the answer is a martini. Martini up with olives, gin martini, screaming cold, mm -hmm. as dry as you can make it. That's how we're doing it. 
and it's going yeah, like, to. I, w- I wouldn't want it to take away from that taste of that gin. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's a nice oh. herbal, so, <laughs> piney. Oh. What I like is uh, is Hendrix gin with uh, Fever Tree tonic if they have it too. Which Fever Tree by far. Has That's the one in the little glass bottles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have glass bottles and they also have like little cans. Okay, but they're they, great. anything in a glass bottle um, is, is winning. You got I one, one more? Yeah, I have one for you. So, uh, how old's your daughter again, Andy? She's twelve. Twelve. Okay, so she might help you with answering this question. So, uh, some Daniel Toppy says, um, why, uh, why were Patrick Dempsey and the Corys the 80s teen heartthrobs, and are there teen heartthrobs right now, and who are they? Well, I mean, the answer to the first part is because they were dreamy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they were absolutely dishy. Dreamboats. McDreamy. <laughs> Particularly the Corys. The Corys. Haim and Feldman? Haim and Feldman. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, yeah, I mean, out of, out of control dreaminess. Uh, as far as who are the Corys of... 2020 and like, beyond. Does she have any posters in her room? No, of most young of her. Gentlemen? She, uh, most of her posters or that type of stuff are K-pop people, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of K-pop girl groups. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a she's a really big Zendaya fan. Mm-hmm. Like, also I, her birthday today. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I, Greg Zendaya, and who is the third? There's another famous person that was today. We were just talking about. It'll come back to me. Yeah. I, I also I, I thought about this, and some of the actors that come to mind to me that I think the young Doctor Phil, Doctor Phil, thank you. The younger ish set fine, dishy and dreamy. I wonder if they're too old. Like, is Timothy Chalamet too old for this? He, he fits. I think Harry he fits Styles. In this. Harry Styles fits. I think they they have the guys that they will or like uh, Tom swing. Holland. Yeah, Speaking Tom Holland would swoon. Tom yeah. Holland is Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Annie dates Zendaya. Oh. They're an item. Good for Yeah, him. and then there's there's the guys from um The Summer I Turned Pretty that the girls seem to like right now. See, so. I don't I don't know who that is. Kelly. Mm-hmm. So there's two teams on Summer I Turned Pretty, right? You're mm-hmm. on team one with the two boys. I don't know, I don't watch it. Yo, you don't watch it? Okay. It, apparently <laughs> But it's a love it's triangle. Deeply divisive. <laughs> okay. Um uh, as far as maybe heartthrobs, and I, I don't know, but it's a it's a show involving teen romance that my daughter loves are there is there anybody dishy or dreamy on Heartstoppers? yes but then i think it's a different idea because most of them are gay men so like it's kind of like uh they're dreamy but also not for the girls well i mean that i mean you can still Han- find handsome someone is handsome yeah handsome's yes. handsome. handsome handsome hooper's ex just hit us up in the travis and sliwa uh all stars all stars cam brothers punching jared leto in the face should be a constitutional right <laughs> number 11 we're gonna add it to the bill of rights honestly i feel like jared leto would invite it i think like he would treat it as some type of performance yes. art Ugh. yes like yes. he he would consider it like uh he'd consider it mastery of his art if he managed to if he managed to re- reach this sort of reaction that everybody wants to punch him in the face, he'd say that's a sign I'm doing Means things right. I'm doing it right. Yep. I'm doing there, there is no bad reaction, only reactions. Mm-hmm. That would be his response. All right, the Dodgers lost last night, but there were more than one positive thing to come out of it. That's coming up next. Travis Slee, Andy's in for Slee on seven ten ESPN.